All right, we are back. That was my interview with Dr. Dan Siegel. All the, all of that is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. Standing by for the last segment is author Linda Cardillo. Good morning, Linda. Good morning, Janine. Thank you so much for calling in. Congratulations on your book, Love Thank That you. Moves the Sun. How, how did this all come about? Well, about... I guess about eight years ago, um, my agent at the time suggested to me, after I'd written about four books at that point, she said, you know, I really think you could try writing historical fiction. And that was something that had not occurred to me. And most of my books were set in the 20th century at that time. Um, And so I I thought about it, and the idea intrigued me, but I was sort of at a loss of where to start, but my one point uh, of focus was my Italian heritage. I figured if I was going to write about anything sure. in history, I would do Italy. Um, nice. And I thought, you know, that artists, an artist might be a potential heroine. So I did a very simple Google search, Italian women artists. And what I came up with with really at the very top of the list was an exhibition that the National Museum of Women in the Arts in Washington, D.C. had mounted just a couple of years uh, prior to my search of Italian women artists. And uh, it was just uh, really striking to me that that one phrase had pulled up something so meaningful. Mm -hmm. And I ordered the catalog, which is just one of those gorgeous, you know, full-page color plates of these paintings with biographies of some really fascinating women. And I found out when I decided, oh, well, here's somebody I could write about that several other people had already written about the same one. But um, So I went back to the drawing board, and within this catalog, there were some scholarly articles, and one of them that really caught my eye was about women who were patrons of the arts and who influenced art in the Renaissance, um, not because they were artists themselves, but because they had a sort of sensibility and, mm-hmm. and um, an interest. And one of those women was Vittoria Colonna, and I had never heard of her before, but there was something about her that intrigued me, and I started digging into her life um, and found this really fascinating um, and passionate, thoughtful intelligent woman and i have found my heroine amazing what a journey to start yeah yeah it was so very unexpected and i think what it what helped me is that i was very open to whatever i was going to discover yes that i didn't have something very firmly in mind other than italy and art and those were you know sort of very broad so that gave me a lot of room and just the serendipity of the discovery and the fact that this exhibition had just taken place was just I mean, so surprising to me. That is so but intriguing. wonderful. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's so interesting when we don't have a clear idea of our path and we just, we're open to how it's going to evolve and unfold and we find some surprising things. Yes, yeah. And I, I, you know, I just sort of often feel that way, especially now, you know, sort of I've, I've been through many, many journeys um, in my life, and I recognize that, you know, sometimes there is, there will be a fork in the road, and you take a path that you didn't expect to, mm-hmm. and that it, it really brings you a, a certain measure of fulfillment that you would not have found had you not taken that risk. 
You know, I always yeah. share this with my guests because the name of my show is Get the Funk Out. And right. sometimes, sometimes I, everybody has that reaction, laughter. Um, sometimes we were going through this challenging time and some scary things happen personally, professionally. But then if we just let things take its course, something wonderful happens and yeah. you might grow or discover something else about yourself. Exactly. You know? Yeah. What would you like people to know about your book? I would like them to, first of all, recognize that there were some extraordinary women in history, and in in particular in the 16th century where I'm writing, um, who were just invisible to us for so long. And my research into Victoria's life exposed me to a number of other women very much like her. They were relatives of hers or uh, friends of hers or mentors to her, um, all of whom I had never heard of before and all of whom have done uh, particularly courageous things uh, in the face of uh, a lot of societal constraints, religious constraints, etc. So that was, I think, you know, this sort of this discovery of these really fascinating, courageous women. Um, and the second thing, I think, is this, that the relationship between Victoria and Michelangelo was such a profound journey of soulmates. Wow. And uh, really, for me, discovering it and, and, and being able to understand who they were for one another and what they did for one another was just such um, such a revelation to me and also such a, 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 a pleasure to write, That's really. That's incredible. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, you went to Harvard Business School. I did. And how does it feel to go down this path of now you're a novelist? Well, um, you know, I, I always wanted to be a novelist even before I went to Harvard Business yeah. School. <laughs> um, and I think, you know, the... The decision to go to Harvard um, came sort of early in my professional life. I'd already been working uh, at a Boston publishing company as an editor, and it was at a time when women were just beginning to sort of recognize um, their place in the business world. And I could see within the publishing company that being on the editorial side and, you know, love of literature and language was all well and good, but it was not going to get me, it wasn't going to give me a complete understanding of how one turned words into books. And that's why I went to Harvard. And my career after Harvard certainly focused on the written word. I worked for a magazine, I worked for a business think tank, writing business books, and then I went into um, fundraising development for educational institutions, all of which took my write, used my writing skills to you know to really the nth degree, but what I got out of Harvard, and this again lead, you know goes back to this you know our previous conversation about right. sort of the unexpected when one takes a path. Mm-hmm. I I developed a sense of discipline about my work that I had not really understood that I needed as a writer, and that that sense of, of discipline and also a sense of I can do 
pretty much anything now because I got through Harvard Business School. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know? And I also have to say, I, I, I went to Harvard after a brain injury. And so for me, what? it was just, it was um, a double accomplishment to have done something academic, but also have done it at Harvard. So that sense of accomplishment that sort of, it, that, that gives you, you know, that, that there are obstacles out there, but you will figure out a way to get over them okay. or through them. Okay. And so that was one, you know, sort of blessing that Harvard gave me. And the discipline, writing is such a discipline. And if you don't understand that, um, you just, you don't, you don't write. You don't right. get the words down on the page. And that was something that um, was instilled in me, I think, by this experience uh, at Harvard and has helped me to write now nine books. Wow. So, you know, um, yeah. Amazing. Okay, yeah. so I have to back up. Okay. You had a brain injury? What happened? I did. Um, I was um, in an automobile accident oh. with the fracture of my skull and left me with no short-term memory. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Um, fortunately, I was young enough. I was in my early 20s, and um, I learned many, many years later from a neurologist is that what happened, you know, my other parts of my brain just took over, and um, the part of my brain that died, you know, it's still there, and it's dead. But um, other parts, and, I, you know, it took... A great deal of time and, a lo- again, a lot of discipline um, to retrain my brain to remember things. So was your pursuit oh. to go to Harvard because you wanted to do everything possible to just challenge yourself? I think that certainly was part of it. Um, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm part of that baby boomer generation. I'm the firstborn, and, uh, you know, the, mm-hmm. there was just this drive to, and I think also certainly to prove something to myself because yeah. it, the accident changed me, you know, significantly. And I was, I think I was looking for, you know, um, a redefinition of my identity. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. do you think you would have written this many books and done all of this? Who knows? Who knows? This Who is knows? incredible. I mean, yeah. what, what yeah. a line of achievements so i know when i look you uh, know when i look back now i just you know and and when i think about who i was before you know and where i've come to now and i i you know i think there's this sort of accretion of experiences that helps to shape us and that was certainly a pivotal experience to get me where i am now yeah and yeah do you feel that through this journey of writing about this person from the 16th century that I mean, I would imagine you're definitely changed in some way to 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 uncover information about somebody nobody would have ever known about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it and what I really try to do with my books is really to get inside the head of the the main character mm-hmm. uh, to understand who she is and and why she makes the decisions that she does. Um, and so that I just feel like I know her intimately, um, and had to do a great deal of study to understand, you know, sort of what the role of women was in in the 16th century and what kinds of constraints and what would have shaped her decisions in ways that, you know, um, a 21st century woman would not even think about, you know, so those, that was important. 
Yeah. So I yeah. know I know we have to wrap, but could you just tell me briefly about the cover art because it's beautiful. Sure. Um, about three years ago, I went to um, a gallery exhibition of paintings by the daughter of a friend of mine, and this daughter had just returned from studying art in Florence. And I walked into the exhibition, and I was just blown away by how fabulously she evoked the Renaissance in her paintings. And I thought, when the time comes and this book is finally finished, this is the woman I would like to do the cover. And so um, last January, um, I got in touch with her, and she and I collaborated over several months back and forth, um, you know, sort of talking about what I was looking for and how she could should could um, bring that about. And what I was looking for was um, something that evoked the kinds of drawing sketches that Michelangelo used to do. He would take a piece of paper and, you know, he would do a hand or an elbow or somebody's foot or somebody's profile, just these little tiny sketches that eventually would migrate to one of his masterpieces. And so that's what I was looking for, sort of this red chalk, mm-hmm. um, you know, sort of sketch, not a, a formal portrait. And that is what she was able to achieve. Beautiful. And I just uh, I fell it. in love with it. Yeah. So yeah. Infor- unfortunately, we do have to wrap up. Uh, I would love to have you back on another time. And give your website or anywhere people can find you. Sure. It's lindacardillo.com. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much for calling in. I've really oh, enjoyed this. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Janine. It's really been a pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was Linda Cardillo calling in to talk about her book, Love That Moves the Sun. It's a beautiful um, piece of cover art on her book. And if you missed any part of this, everything is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And up next, Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues. He is in the house standing by. If you want to find out about being a guest, just send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E. E-A-N-E at KUCI.org. Have a great Monday, everyone.